Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Hello and welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. Yes, I am your messy living expert, Katrina Fava. <laughs> I always laugh at that because actually I'm not really an expert <laughs> at all, which is the great thing about doing this radio show is that I don't have to be an expert. I can just get on the air and talk. It's great. It's fun. I love it. So thank you for joining us today at Messy Adventures in Living. Welcome. Um, if this is your first time here and you're wondering what the heck this radio show might be about, well, it's about everything and anything. Um, specifically on the show, we like to I like to invite you to um, jump in to your life. Choose something uh, instead of waiting for everything to be perfect. Um, I know all about making sure that everything is perfect before I make a choice and uh, was kind of getting stressed out doing, trying to get everything perfect before I did anything and was getting frustrated with myself because I wasn't choosing all the things that I wanted to choose. So one day I said, screw that. <clears throat> I'm just going to choose. I'm just going to jump in and if it looks messy and if it gets messy and it creates something that I don't really like, then who cares because I can choose again. So that's what you get invited to on this radio show, Messy Adventures in Living. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, on A to Zen FM. So thanks for being here. And um, here's a little blurb about me. I am uh, Petrina and I'm the sh- host of the show. <laughs> and here is how I play in the world. So I am a mom of three great kids. They're 12 and uh, 9 and 6, and I'm also a registered nurse. I'm a pediatric nurse here in Toronto. I've been a pediatric nurse for about 19 years. I love playing uh, it with that in that role and um, uh, receiving so many amazing gifts of awareness from families and kids that I've had the pleasure and the, the, the amazing um honor of caring for over the last 19 years. Such a a great, amazing thing to be playing in. Uh, I am, what else? I am also an author. I've contributed chapters in three books. Um, If you would like to check them out, the first one is called Creations, Conscious Fertility, Conception, Pregnancy, and Birth. And the second one is a chapter that I contributed about bullying, using um, some tools, some very different tools to... um, look at bullying in a very different light in the book called Possibilities in Parenting. And I also contributed a chapter in a book called The Power of Releasing Judgment, in which I wrote a letter to judgment and uh, pretty much told it to F off. So (laughs) with that, I will uh, insert the disclaimer that uh, there will be swearing and cursing on this show, especially since we're talking about the energy of words. There might be an excessive amount of it on this particular show today. So if that offends you, um, if you don't like it, um, you might want to just say goodbye now. Uh, Or if you have children in the room and you uh, think that not that uh, you have to, if you have a point of view about children hearing uh, swearing, you know, you might want to choose something else. So there we go. Lots of swearing on this one, perhaps, today. Okay. So, oh, I wanted to mention my uh, body products. 
So I make my own line of natural, 100% natural products for your body. Um, you can find them at naturallyhappybody.com if that's something you might be interested in. All right, there's a little blurb about me. Let's get to the topic. I'm excited to talk about words today. So today we're talking about the energy of words and how you can use them to create everything you want. So what about words? Bad words, nice words, the right words, the wrong words, politically correct words, we've heard a lot of those lately, hurtful words, healing words. What do these all mean? Do they actually have meaning uh, or do they only have meaning or do they have energy? And what could be created if you acknowledge the energy of words rather than attach meaning to them? What if you could use the energy of words instead of their meaning to create what you desire? Cool. So why are you here today? What uh, what brought you here? What do you know about words? And what would you like to know more of about words? What would you like to explore? What conclusions do you have that you would like to get rid of so that you can create something greater? So let's start off by actually looking at conclusions. So uh, how many conclusions do we have about words? Um one of the biggest conclusions or, um, you know, one of the biggest conclusions that we have about words is that they have meaning and that they have power. Um, words have meaning and power. So let's look at that for a second. So if you have decided that a word has a specific meaning and that words have power, how does that become a limitation in what you choose to say to someone? Meanings are essentially conclusions. So what's the problem with that, you might be asking? Well, the thing with conclusions is that they don't create any possibilities. They only create conclusion. They create walls. They create barriers. They create limitation. It's a closed door. A conclusion is a closed door. So if you attach meaning or conclusion to particular words, how much is what you're saying actually becoming a whole bunch of conclusions rather than inviting a bunch of different possibilities with any one particular word? So I just, I want to delve right into into cur cursing and swear words is just, <laughs> I don't maybe it's on everybody's mind right now, but that's just where we want to go. So let's go there. Um, because I think, you know, that's probably what comes up for a lot of people. So how much are you aware of the judgments and the conclusions about certain words being considered bad words in this reality, right? <laughs> so just looking in the chat room, hooray, swear words. <laughs> yeah, megaton. Okay. So hi to everyone in the chat room. Um, I, if you're wondering who I'm talking to, if you're just listening, we do have an online chat room on a to zen.fm. It's live. Um, you can uh, go to a to zen.fm and click on the chat room link, and then it will prompt you to enter a username. You can type your name or a, a pretend name and jump in and type your question and jump and type your comments. It's really fun. So um, meanings are essentially conclusions, yes, and conclusions are liked like closed doors. So how many conclusions do we have about bad words? 
And if we didn't have conclusions about bad words, could we use them to create something greater that we've never considered? What? So um, all everywhere you were told not to use bad words, everywhere you were told you were a bad person if you use bad words, will you destroy and uncreate all of that? All right, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So that thing that I just said, speaking of words, is called the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. It is a collection of words that has an explanation, um, but the explanation and the meaning is not important. What's important about the Access Clearing Statement is the energy. So this is such a great example. Um, if you're, if you would like to know more about the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement, please go to theclearingstatement.com and you can read about what each word means. But it does not matter because this um, Access Clearing Statement works on the energy of what's behind all the words. And the less you know about it, the better it is. Um, because when we place our mind uh, on the significance of the meaning, then we start to draw conclusions. And if we don't look at the meaning and we just pay attention to the energy of it, um, all kinds of stuff gets created. So the way it's used is we bring up an energy, we talk about something um, that's got some uh, charge on it, if you will, and then we say the statement and it clears a whole bunch of the energy that's underneath it and opens up some space for more possibility. Okay, so let's do it again. Ready? So everywhere you were told you were bad and evil, if you said any of the words that are considered swear words, will you please just write on create all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nice words, boys and beyonds. And let's just throw this one in there at the beginning of the show. Everywhere you are offended by the... Okay. <laughs> oh, this is hilarious. The energy um, talking about swear words is so funny. Okay, so everywhere you are offended by swear words, will you destroy and uncreate all of that? <laughs> right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Everywhere you are offended by any of the swear words that I say in the next hour, therefore uh, not allowing to re- you to receive all of the gifts of awareness that will come with it, will you please destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay, <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> okay, let's go. What's happening in the chat room? So, Hi, everyone. My mother is a New York square. I didn't care for it when I was young. Okay, cool. So that's interesting. Thank you for that, Roseanne. So most of us um, learn, uh, sorry, yes, most of us learn that swearing is bad. And most uh, of us have been told by our parents not to swear. Um, But Roseanne is just talking about actually how her mom was a swearer and she didn't like it when she was young. Okay, great. So Roseanne, I'm going to ask you this question. What what were you aware of? If you didn't like it, what is the en- what was the energy that you were aware of that was uncomfortable? Um, and let's just go that. And everything that is, everything that was, everywhere that's still sticking you, everywhere that's still creating limitation in your world every time you hear swearing, and everywhere that's not allowing you to receive the gifts that they might be, will you destroy and create all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, puck, puck, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. Cool. No filter. No filter. That your mom had no filter? Is that what you mean, Roseanne? Um, she had no filter. She just uh, was... 
Okay, so often if there's something that's bugging you, a great question to ask is, what am I aware of? Um, remember that questions open possibilities um, and conclusions close doors to possibilities. So please ask questions and questions are not meant to have answers. They are meant to just give you some awareness. So what, what are you aware of? What are you all aware of with the energy behind the word fuck, for example? What are you aware of? Of, and, and is there only one energy? That's the thing too, right? Of course, the energy of the words change as you use them in different situations. All right. What else about swearing? So, so I think mostly swearing. So I actually looked up cursing. Uh, I looked up a bunch of words on etymology online, which is a great website that you can find etymology online.com, uh, I think it is, that um, talks about the original uh, definitions of words and often speaks to the energy that was originally intended um, with these words. It's really fun to go check out how some words have really changed over the years, the, the meaning and also the energy behind them. So um, I couldn't find the word, well, I did find the word fuck, actually, but what was under, what was written on what was written there was that there has been, for many hundreds of years, really no documentation of the meaning of this word, which is hilarious to me. Um, but mostly, I think, uh, swearing has been um, considered to be for people who are uneducated. Um, swearing, if if you swear, it's... Um, it means that you are immature. It means that you're childish. It means that you're uneducated. Um, uh, it means that you're not articulate. You. It means that you're rude. Um, so all of those meanings, all of those meanings that you have t attached to curse words, to swear words, whatever you want to call them, everywhere you have decided that if you use them, you will be you. You are stupid or uneducated or inarticulate. Okay, let's destroy, not create all that. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So everywhere you are trying to be articulate and in doing so have decided that in order to be articulate, you must not use certain words. And everywhere that is not allowing you to express the energy to its full ex extent will you destroy and create all that. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Okay, just peeking in the room again. Yes, she had no filter and didn't treat children with care. I was just another schmuck. <laughs> Talk about a word with energies, schmuck. <laughs> okay, cool. So that's what, awesome. So that's what um, you're aware of, that she had no filter. She didn't treat children with care and that you were just another schmuck. And, you know, so everywhere you lock that into your body, everywhere um, you... Everywhere you were aware of that energy and locked it into your being and your body rather than acknowledging um, that that's just what your mom was choosing and maybe she had some judgments about herself. Will you destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and punk, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Cool. Yeah, a lot of clearing happening already in the first 15 minutes. <laughs> if you're yawning or feeling tired, <laughs> you might want to expand. So um, here's a tool. If you're feeling kind of weird, um, we are clearing a whole ton of energy right now. So if you're feeling a little bit weird, you may want to just expand. Um, and again, 
don't attach meaning, whatever that is for you. Um, be aware of the contraction in your body and just uh, insert some space in between your molecules and expand out. How far can you expand out into the galaxy and take a deep breath and um, see if that creates some change in your world. I like schmuck. Yeah, I like schmuck too. <laughs> okay. Uh, the root meaning of February you can keep is rape. Okay. I, sorry, Christine, can you ex- explain that? I'm not sure exactly what that means. Okay. Um, contact, context with swearing is interesting. Fornication under consent of the king. Yeah, I think that is part, I've heard that definition of the word fuck as well, fornication under consent of the king. Um, Unlawful carnal knowledge. Yeah, so many um, definitions of the word. Oh, sorry. Okay, the root meaning of fuck is rape. Okay, cool. Thank you. I kind of thought that's what you meant. Wow, that's really interesting. Um, Okay, so... Okay. So let's... um, Let's take a break. (laughs) Let's take a break. You are listening to Messy Adventures in Living on A2Zen.fm with myself, Petrina Fava. Um, we will be back. We're talking about the energy of words and how to use them to create what you want. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on a2zen.fm How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada... 613-800-8736. In the UK, 033-0001-0625. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. 
You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. Thank you for being here. If you're just jumping in, we are talking about the energy of words and how to use them to create what you really want. Um, so if you're just joining us, please be aware that we are talking about the energy of words and we will be cursing more than usual on the show today. <laughs> um, so you can uh, choose to stay or choose to go, whatever you like, but it's been fun so far and we're really taking a look at um, all the conclusions and the meanings that we've attached to certain words and how this can actually create a lot of limitation in your life and put up a whole bunch of walls to receiving from these words. Yes, receiving from swear words, absolutely. So just before we went to break, we were talking about the best swear word around, the word fuck. <laughs> this is great. I'm already um, being very aware of my own uh, uh, weirdness around swearing on the radio. Okay, good. So we were talking about uh, the word fuck and, um, you know, the original meaning and that kind of thing. So it's just a comment in the chat room about the root meaning uh, of fuck is rape. So cool. So how many of you have associated the word fuck with rape, the act of raping, um, sex against your will? So let's just clear all of the energy on that right off the bat. So everywhere you have decided that fuck, fucking is equivalent to raping, will you please destroy and uncreate all of that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Yeah, another charged word, the word rape, absolutely. So just such a perfect example, these words, like, I mean, rape is... Rape is a word, right? It's just a word. Like I remember when I was a very young kid and I would be like, I would be thinking about words and I'd be like, why is this called pencil? Like P-E-N-C, pencil. Pe like, and so rape really is just a collection of letters, right? Or is it? So it's a collection of letters to form a word. It, but how much energy is on that word rape? Right? Say it to yourself. Like, listen to it. Rape. There's so much energy on that word, so much, um, it's not so much meaning, like we can define it, you know, the, the act of uh, forcing sex against someone's will, okay, fine, but the energy behind it is intense, so, you know, what does it bring up for you when it's said, how many times have you been raped in this lifetime or another, and so, and every everything that is, all the energy around the word rape, every all the history you have with rape, all the times you have been raped in this lifetime or another, will you please destroy and create all of that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So what could you receive from the word rape if you didn't have a judgment about it? And everywhere you are unwilling to receive from the word rape, will you destroy and create all that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. You know, I've watched um, the founder of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas, is just amazing at using the energy of words to create change. Oh, my God, I'm like just fascinated when I'm in a class with him. Excuse me. <coughs> he will use words like this um, and he will use them. And it, it may look like on the surface that he's using them to trigger people. And what it's doing is actually bringing up a whole bunch of energy so we can then clear it. It's uh, great. So, you know, I invite you to um, be aware of what 
uh, shows up in your body when you hear certain words, like, is your body contracting? Do you feel like puking? Like, you know, what is happening in your body when you hear certain words? And I invite you to catch yourself and stop and ask uh, a question, you know, what what is this? what is the energy that I'm aware of here? It doesn't even matter. You know, what is this? And then run the clearing statement. All the meaning I have attached to this, all the energy that's underneath this, destroy and uncreate it, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So again, I just invite you to be aware of the energy of words and what is occurring for you in your body when you hear them. Okay, so I wanted to, um, I found a, a little... Um, a meme, if you will, about the word fuck that I think is hilarious. And it actually really um, shows how it this creates a limitation from receiving. So it's just something that says me and bae, bae, by the way, B-A-E is like, you know, new slang for, uh, I actually, it stands for something, but it's like baby, whatever, me and my baby having sex. Baby says, mm, yeah, fuck me, baby. And I say, put a quarter in the swear jar. So I think that's hilarious. It's a perfect example of not being able to receive from the word fuck. So can you receive the energy of the word fuck during sex if you have a huge point of view about the meaning of it? Um, So if you believe that the word fuck is equivalent to rape, would you be able to receive the energy um, that the other person is has behind it when they're using it? Cool. All right. Okay, let's destroy that. So everywhere you are resisting the word fuck, and it is not allowing you to enjoy sex to its greatest. Will you please destroy and downgrade all that? Right and wrong, good and bad. Fuck, fuck, all night shorts, boys and beyond. Awesome. Ha, I love it. Okay. Anything else about swearing? Oh, yes. I found um, a definition about swearing that I thought was really interesting, and it goes like this. Cursing is invoking the assistance of a spirit to help you inflict suffering. Wow. Cursing is invoking the assistance of a spirit to help you inflict suffering. That's really cool, I think, because it really gives us a sense of um you know, where this whole wrongness around cursing could have started hundreds of years ago, how much, you know, cursing, how much did they, were they aware of the energy of certain words and how much were, you know, witches and, and, um, you know, people who, people like witches, how much were they aware of the energy of words and how much were they using them to invoke spirits? to inflict suffering. So any chance that maybe you did that? So everywhere you have used words, everywhere you have been very aware of the energy of words and used them to invoke the assistance of spirits to inflict suffering on others, will you destroy and uncreate all that? (laughs) Right, wrong, good and bad, bottom block, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. This is fine. Okay, so yeah. So whole, all those conclusions about um, swearing already. Yeah, spell casting exactly. Okay, so what else about words? Okay. Uh, here's another quote that I found, actually. Oh, no, let's go to the swear jar. You know, I had an awareness about um, a swear jar. So have you guys heard of this, right? It's a jar you put like a dollar in every time you swear. 
So the conclusion, the idea is that it's wrong to swear. And so you should put money in a jar every time you do it as punishment. And I just have to come across this image. And I thought, wow, that's really interesting that we what gets created when we pay a swear jar or when we pay um, a wrongness. Do you know what I mean? Um, not really sure if this has anything to do with the with the energy of words, but I just came across it and I want to talk about it because I thought that's really cool. Like what gets created with money when we put money into a swear jar or any other jar that is meant to be punished, punishing punishment for a wrongness, right? What gets created with our money flows when we do that? Kind of weird, right? Alrighty. Oh, okay, so what else about the energy of words? I just want to see if there's anything in the chat room. Okay. Oh, kids. Let's talk a little bit about kids, right, and swearing too. So um, <clears throat> what, have, what have you decided is so wrong about kids and their swearing? So, you know, how aware are children? Um, how aware are they of the energy of words when they're being used. It's like what the person in the chat room was saying earlier, like her mom was swearing and she was really uncomfortable. How aware was she of the energy behind those words? Um, and, you know, how much are we just uncomfortable with the judgment that comes with um, children using swear words? Um, would you be willing to look at, you know, what what is what is your judgment and if you could let it go what could be created with using swear words around children okay um taking the lord's name in vain all of that stuff too right these are all conclusions that we have about swear words and um that limit us from from receiving from them so what does receiving from these words look like well have you ever listened to some music that has a lot of profanity in it um you know, what does it bring up for you? So I, I can think of two examples. Um, I can think of two examples, and then we're going to go to break. Um, but one example is just recently I've been listening to an artist by the name of The Weeknd. Uh, he is uh, he uses a lot of profanity in his music. Um, that, and there's something about it that I really like. Uh it's kind of sexy to me, the way it's used in his music. And there's another artist by the name of Eminem that, you know, is not really so much in mainstream uh, music anymore, but was a few years ago. He also used a lot of swear words and a lot of profanity in his music. But the energy is very different. So I don't know if you know of these two artists, but the energy is very different in the way they are swearing. It is for me anyways, right? So it might be different for you, but the way that I receive those words in the two two um, sets of music is very different. Um, the music that comes from The weekend, he uses a lot of profanity, but there's an energy behind it that's a little bit sexy and a little bit... Um, vulnerable um, that I really like. And uh, in Eminem's music, the the profanity is different. It has the energy of what we were talking about before, where the word fuck is um, equivalent to rape, right? Um, thank you for that example, actually, Christine, because in in that music, that's the energy behind a lot of the swearing, or it is for me anyways. 
So um, I was at the gym the other day, and I was really aware that I downloaded a whole bunch of music into my phone, and um, they were all like the original, the original music, so it contained a lot of the swear words. And I thought, I actually really enjoy working out to work to music that has a lot of swear words in it. It's very cathartic to me. It's fun. Um, so, you know, that's a, an example of receiving from some of these words. Uh, so, um, yeah, just think about that. Consider that. I invite you to play with that a little bit in your life. We're going to take a break. Uh, you are listening to Messy Adventures in Living. We are talking about the energy of words and how to use them to create what you really want. Be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Petrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be? If you were willing to get messy with your choices. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. In the U.K., 033-0001. 0625 or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm you can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com now here's Petrina with more messy adventures all right welcome back to messy adventures in living I'm your host Petrina Fava we're talking about the energy of words and how you can use them to create what you want today so uh, before we went to break, we were talking about bad words and all the meaning and the judgments that we have attached to them and how when we have conclusions and meaning attached to them, we can't receive from them. So what else would you like to know about words? Oh, I just, um, what if rap is just an excuse to use words that otherwise would really be frowned upon? <laughs> exactly. So I think, um, 
I think I think the important thing here is so how can we let's look at how can we use the energy of words to create? So now that we've, you know, cleared a whole bunch of energy around conclusions about the badness of certain words, let's take a step back and look at asking some questions. So I'm not saying, you know, go around, swear like a trucker, um, who cares what everybody thinks, too bad for them, they can't receive. That's not what I'm saying. Um, Be in the question. So once you've gotten rid of all of your conclusions about um, the wrongness of certain words, now we can start to ask some questions about what's going to create the greatest, right? So let's say you're writing some music or you're writing some poetry or you're writing in a book. Um, if you have the point of view that swear words should never be used, it might not create the greatest um, it might it might not create the greatest creation for you. So now what questions can you ask? Um, what if I use this word, what will it create? So if you are um, creating a book or you're creating poetry, you can begin to ask the creation, the book, the poem. Um, if you're giving a speech, um, if you're talking publicly, you can start to ask questions. Ask the entity of the book or the creation that you're creating, what word will express the energy here? Um, I did that often when I was writing because I really could perceive the energy of what I wanted to convey and the words were not coming. And so I often just ask the book, hey book, this is this is the energy of what I would like to get out there. Can you help me? Can you what words what words um speak to, speak to this energy? And so you can start to ask your creations to help you with the words. You can just ask the words to get ask the question to get some awareness about which words will create an energy. Um if you are if you are talking to someone specifically, so let's say um, you're just having a conversation with your friend or you're a coach or you're a facilitator in some way, being aware of the energy of words is really awesome because you can, if you slow down and you ask some questions about what words will create the greatest, you can start to become aware of what the person can or cannot receive. Um, you might want to ask yourself, like, what judgments do they have of this word? And what will get created if I use it? And then you might be aware that swearing might not create greater in, in a particular situation. You you might be aware that actually they do have a lot of judgments about a certain word. And if you say it, it will bring up their judgments and they are, will be willing to get rid of them. You know, Or you might be aware that um, using a lot of swear words or using any words, not just about swear words, right? I mean, rape is not a swear word, but it's heavily charged with energy. Um, it's not just about swear words. It's, it's about any word at all. It might be, you know, the word pencil. Um, but if the word pencil has... A, a huge charge on some for someone then using it is going to create something so you know i guess all of the judgments we have about good words too why don't we destroy and uncreate all of those right and wrong good and bad pot and pock all nine shorts boys and beyonds like what have you decided are safe words to use and if you're not aware of the energy um that they bring up for someone when you're talking to them you know what does that create Right, so you might be using words that are not considered offensive in this reality, but the person has a huge charge on a certain word, and if you are willing to be aware of that energy, then you can create something greater in that situation. So it goes both ways, right? So all judgments are not just about bad things; they're about good things too, and they keep us locked in, they keep us limited if we have judgments about them. 
what else? Public speaking. So, you know, would you be willing to, what does it mean to speak to the energy of something when you're doing public speaking? I have been getting a lot of practice doing this on the air, having a radio show. It's been great. Like, would you be willing to just let the words fall out of your mouth um, rather than be super careful about using the words the the right words or the most politically correct words. Um, you know, would you be willing to practice speaking to the energy and letting words just fall out of your mouth and then going, oh my God, that's cool. Like, look at that word that just came out of my mouth. Um, you know, what is, what's going, what is the energy here? What is this bringing up? Um, what, what's getting created with the words that I'm using? It's very interesting, actually. Okay. Lottery. The word winning. So just picking in the chat room, lottery. Lottery equals the word winning. Okay, cool. Um, what lottery? Lottery. That's really interesting because the energy behind lottery for me personally is actually not winning. It's like it's like a, a scam or something. That's really funny. See how our conclusions impact how we receive certain words or how, you know, the energy of words, how we hear them. Um, jackpot, lottery. Yeah, see, jackpot is kind of different. That's really interesting. Cool. So I think, you know, we have to be really aware that the energy of words are different from everyone. And that's what's cool about paying attention to the energy of words rather than meaning because meaning is you know, more or less singular. Like, some words have more than one meaning, but, you know, if one or two or three meanings to words, but energy, when you pay attention to the energy of words, there are endless possibilities because it really depends a lot on how that person is is receiving that energy or hearing that energy. Um, it's it's different for everyone. Cool. Awesome. Palpable. The word, the word palpable, I seem to be hearing a lot lately. Palpable. Yeah, cool. Palpable, tangible energy. Are you talking about energetic palpable? Yeah, it's fun to play with. Like, what words have a lot of energy for you? And, and, um, what, you know, what does it stir in your world? Very cool. All right. Uh, what else about words? Uh, hmm, let me see. I had something here I wanted to say specifically. Oh, I. <laughs> Here's, I found this example online too, um, about like, you know, if we attach meaning to words. So if you're writing, if you're writing a book and you, you start, um, trying to use politically correct words in your writing, you know, is that going to create the greatest, um, oh, impact? Like, is it going to create the greatest contribution for people if you are always looking to make sure that you're using the right words, the, anything that doesn't offend anyone or anything like that. And this quote is hilarious. It goes, the gender neutral term for sugar daddy is glucose guardian. <laughs> so, you know, where are you? All the places you have like a, a, a Rolodex of a thesaurus in the back of your mind and you think you can just replace words because they are um, equivalent in meaning without realizing that they completely change the energy while well, you destroy and uncreate all of that. <laughs> right and wrong, good and bad. Pot and puck, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah, it's hilarious. The gender neutral term for sugar daddy is glucose garden. Sugar daddy. What's the energy of that word? Sugar daddy. And then glucose guardian. <laughs> Come on, it's so funny. Um, so, you know, uh, every Everywhere your creations are being stifled um, by 
judgments of words and um yeah everything that is what you just run and create right wrong good bad pod poc all nine shorts boys and beyonds so where else where else do we use words and where else can we use words to create something greater what would you be willing to say what is whatever is required for people to um come to you let's say if you have a business like would you be willing to use whatever words are going to invite people to you and then still say whatever it is that you would like to say so um i i again i've had a lot of practice with the radio for this like trying to find titles for my radio show so often um the initial creation of a show topic is not the title at all it's an energy and then I um, often ask the radio show, like, okay, like, what what are the words you can put here? What what words can we use that will invite people to to listen to the show? Um, so, would you be willing to call it whatever is going to get people to your your show or your class or your lecture or your whatever it is that you're creating? Would you be willing to title it? whatever it takes to draw people in, even if it doesn't even make sense. Would you like would you really be willing to honor that energy? Um and what could that create if you if you allowed your creation to to show you what words will be the invitation, even if they don't make any logical sense. Because energy is not logical. <laughs> okay, so let's take a one more break. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. We're talking about the energy of words and how to use them to create everything you want on Messy Adventures in Living. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava, every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices. Do you know a child who is frustrated and disruptive in class? Who struggles to connect? Who's bright but still not making the grade? Have you ever wished that there were a kinder, gentler way to support children with difficulties in school or at home? Many children find access bars is benefiting them greatly. A study is being conducted to document findings in an effort to assist kids everywhere with these life-changing benefits. Will you donate and help to assist kids thrive? Visit www.accessyourbrilliance.com to support our study. What else is possible for kids now more than ever? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. 
You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. We are talking about the energy of words and how to use them to create what you want. So um, we just had a really fantastic um, question in the chat room, and I love when this happens because I was just going to go to something very similar to this. So the question is, do words have the same effect when there's lying energy behind them? Thank you so much, Eleanor. That's great. So what do you guys know? How much do you know? How much are you aware of the lie and how much have, do you can you really tell when someone is lying? Because it doesn't matter what the words are, um, the energy behind them is there. We often have, um, you know, what's that thing about actions speak louder than words? So, you know, never mind what you, never mind what you heard. Look at what the actions are, and I would challenge that to be like even further. It's it's not even about the actions. Because even actions can lie, but the energy behind the words is what you need to really be aware of. Um, you know, energy speaks louder than words. Um, yeah, actions, but energy speaks way louder than words. So, you know, what is the energy of a lie? Um, you know, is it heavy? Is it light? Is it, does it contra- do you, do you perceive a contraction in your world when someone is lying? And, you know, how much could you manipulate um, the world around you if you were willing to become more aware of the energy of lies? And um, I encourage you to try lying yourself (laughs) so that you can um, become really familiar with the energy of what lying is. Um, It's really funny. I asked uh, Gary Douglas, uh, the founder of Access, this modality called Access Consciousness, um, about my daughter who... lies a lot and how much it really triggers me and irritates me so much and his suggestion was encourage her to lie because if uh you know will she be anything you're not willing to be you're at the effect of so you know if you're willing to lie how much more aware will you be of others who are lying because you know that energy so yeah like the question was um, do words have the same effect when there's lying energy behind them? Well, I guess it all depends on what that person is able to receive. Um, so, and where have you decided that lying is wrong? And would you be willing to lie? Would you be willing to tell a lie because the energy behind that lie can create something? So let me give you an example of that, actually. Um, uh, about six or seven years ago, I had a, a miscarriage and it was right during the time that I was just getting into energy work and I was learning Reiki one weekend. And um, I was at the doctor and I realized that um, this baby did not have a heartbeat and I was just like flabbergasted and I was crushed and I was just, there was, it was such a, it was beyond anything I could interpret with my brain at the moment. And I called um, the woman who was teaching uh, the Reiki class and we had just learned about, you know, your, how your thoughts create and how everything is a choice and that y- you create everything in your life. And so I asked her, I didn't create this, did I? And she said to me, no, honey, you didn't create this. Things just happen. And in that moment, I knew in my brain that that was a lie. 
I knew it wasn't true. I knew I had created it. But she knew that that's not what I required to hear. She knew that what was required was the lie. And that lie created something greater in my world. She was willing to lie because there was an energy there that I required. I required that nurturing energy. And I knew, I knew it was a lie. And it created something greater anyways. It's so awesome. It's such a great example. I'm so grateful for that. Um, I'm so, so grateful for that whole thing, that lie that she told me. Because it really created something in my world. So everywhere you have decided that a lie can't create something greater, will you please destroy and uncreate all that? Right, mom, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds, right? More judgments about words and 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 their meaning and the wrongness of of saying certain things. Um, and, you know, would be willing to receive from a lie. Would you be willing to receive the energy that's behind words, even if they are a lie? Really cool. Thank you for that question, Eleanor. That was amazing. Okay, so what... So you know, what other conclusions do we have about words um, that, uh, you know, children should not be, should not speak rudely to their parents. They shouldn't swear. They shouldn't, you know, if you have these conclusions in place, what are you missing? So, you know, I'm a mom and I'll be honest, it triggers me to no end when my children are rude um, and they use rude words and, um, and not so much swearing. But, you know, I have to stop and ask myself, like, what am I aware of? What is the energy that I'm aware of? And if I just focus on, you know, you shouldn't be rude to me because I'm your mother and you need to respect me. If I focus on that and I attach so much significance to that, I'm missing so many gifts of awareness. Um, So, you know, how many gifts of awareness are you missing because you have judgments about words or you have judgments about, um, you know, conclusions about the rudeness of certain words or that certain words are vulgar or that certain words uh, mean that you're stupid or uneducated. So both sides, right? Like, are you unwilling to say those words uh, even if you, and you're missing the opportunity to be a gift with them? And also, are you refusing to receive those words? Are you refusing to hear them? And are you unwilling to see behind them and be aware of the energy? And if you if you did, um, how many amazing gifts of awareness could you receive? I've received many, many lies, says Rosanna in the chat room. Yeah, cool. Um, so uh, let me just <laughs> quickly go there, Roseanne. Um, everywhere you have been uh, a, a, a liar of magnitude, uh, and everywhere you're unwilling to receive that, will you destroy and uncreate it all? <laughs> right, wrong, get that podcast, all that joys, boys, and beyond. Okay, so we are coming to the end of our show. Thank you so much for playing on Messy Adventures and Living. I invite you to be aware of your body um, when you hear certain words and um, what can you receive from words if you don't have judgments attached to them. Thanks for joining us. Have a great week playing with words. Goodbye. Thanks for playing with us on Messy Adventures in Living. Katrina Fava will return next Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We'd love to have you join us again. Until then, have fun creating your phenomenal life, mess and all.